a little bit about uh, doshas for those of you who may um, be new to this conversation. How would you explain it like in the simplest way? Doshas, constitution, elements. So everything on the planet is made up of elements, right? So uh, thinking about things like earth, air, we'll just stick with earth, air, fire, water for right now, and space is another one, or ether is another one. But everything is composed of these elemental qualities, these elements. And that includes human beings. That includes human beings. We're put together in a particular way, and there's a lot of different things that contributed to our selves being ourselves, our doshas being our doshas. So understanding the elements gives you an idea of where there might be an out of balance something going on in your body that you can then have like autonomy over making a choice to balance that out. So for example, I'm kapha and I'm vata and kapha can be that like dense, wet, spongy, heavy kind of energy, very earthy and watery. Earth, water, mud, yay. <laughs> um, Mountain, grounded. Mountains, grounding, right. you know, those, those things are all associated with the earth element and the water element. So often if I'm feeling like weighted down and heavy or lack of motivation, invoking some kind of fiery experience or bringing that fire element into my body, into my activities, into my environment can be very balancing and soothing. And it, and it can be literal fire. So in the winter time, when everything is cold, right? Fire, having a fire, an actual fire going is like so balancing for me, so soothing for me. Spicy food can recalibrate and balance my body, can enliven and invigorate. It'll burn off, you know, some of you have probably had the experience, whether you're kapha or not, because we all have all the elements. Where you eat spicy food and your nose starts to run, that's, it, it is an actual like physiological example of taking dense kapha energy and making it subtle, let, allowing it to move and run out and mucus is kapha. So, um, you know, there's a lot of layers and it's very individual. Uh, and, and right now, because it's the change of seasons, because it's fall, I think of, I think I've said a few times, it reminds me of Winnie the Pooh and Piglet talking about it being a blustery day, like the wind, the leaves, the airiness, the crisp, the dry, that is very vata energy and it's all around us. So what does that mean? Whether you're vata or not, you're gonna have an uptick in vata in your day-to-day -day life. Mm. And that can be expressed like excitement and creativity and changeability. It can be a little bit of restlessness or anticipation of restlessness. Um, it can also express and feel a little bit like anxiety or worry kind of underneath the surface, a little bit of that vitiation going on. Um, so this is the season where anthropologically we would have been like hustling and bustling mm -hmm. to prepare for winter, right? Like mm -hmm. get all the things, do all the things. So there's a reason mm -hmm. that the season brings that out. And we live in a different time in a different world now. So we don't so much have to like go out and gather all the acorns. Right. <laughs> 
can go to Wegmans. Right. <laughs> or we, you know, order it from something and it shows up on our porch. So then where does that energy go? Because the energy doesn't just it's get not like, destroyed. oh, we don't, you don't need but it. Need right? that. We're not going to pass. The energy's there. So, you know, the recommendation is then find some grounding, find some physical activities, actually move the energy in order to process it and be sure that it's in the subtlest form and not a dense, um, kind of, uh, sticky form. And, and you'll feel a lot more imbalanced that way. For me, um, I just, when I discovered Ayurveda, this was years ago, it was a game changer in my well-being. Like it made everything made sense because if you, if you really go down the rabbit hole with it, not only does it, um, speak to, uh, you, what you experience in your physical body, but it speaks to you, essentially your experience on all the layers of your being. Um, especially, and, and for me, what's, what's also of equal interest is Ayurvedic psychology. Right? So, and what I love about Ayurveda is that it's, and, and this phrase is just one of my favorites, and, and Ram used to say it a lot in, for those of you that are participating in the course, living in the truth of the present moment, he'll say, he just says, it's intuitively obvious. Right? So, Ayurveda is literally an intuitively obvious science when someone breaks it down for you in its simplest form. So, think of a fiery person well, what might their personality be like, <laughs> right? Like we all know a fiery person. Think of that person that's fiery, right? They, they, um, they may have outbursts, their, vo their voice, the way they speak is fiery, right? So you all, we all know someone who is airy. Think of the term, an airhead, I actually think really refers to vata energy, to air energy. You could be flighty, like the littlest sparkly thing, oh, squirrel, right? Sparkle diamonds or whatever it is, like, wee, that's airy energy. And, and earth energy are, are those that, that even their speech, right, is, is slower, they, they process things slower. There's a real like methodicalness to it. Whereas uh, Vata energy is all about like, oh, I've got this idea and that idea and we'll do this project. We'll write this curriculum and let's do this in course <laughs> in one long sentence. <laughs> and there's oftentimes not much follow through or some follow through and a real hard time finishing things. So, so once I understood people through the lens, myself first and foremost, and then others through the lens of, ah, oh, that's your nature. It greatly influenced the way I work with students mm. and coach and teach and um, uh, bringing a deeper acceptance and understanding to myself and others. And then you can pay attention to your own symptoms, the signatures. Like if I'm too talky, that tells me, ooh, my vada's a little out of balance, right? Or if I'm having trouble sleeping, that's an air imbalance. That just, you know, that, that, that tells you what's out of balance and then how you nourish yourself and how you move your body will show you how to bring your elements back into balance, okay? So it's just, it's such a game changer. And that's why we, we, we bring this into almost every conversation between Ayurveda and Enneagram. Talk about a way to understand yourself and others is just, um, and, and then, under, then throw in some archetypes around your moon cycle and you've got a recipe for uh, for really know that know thyself and self compassion. Yeah, self. You know, you take yourself so much less personally. 
<laughs> and and can start to let go of the I'm broken. There's something oh, wrong with yes. me. I'm weird. This is not good. Like, mm, yes, you know, it's yes. so freeing in that way. And you and you really get to know not only yourself, your family members, your friends, right? Like, so um, I some of you know my friend uh, Sophie, right? She's very fiery. So I know with my fiery friends that when I if when I see something. Or I have a suggestion, it usually, so, sometimes it lands the first time. But oftentimes when I see a big change for fiery people, I'll share it, my suggestion or an idea, and then it, I need to revisit it. Just ignore. Like, don't be attached to them, to a fiery person seeing through your lens initially, right? They'll, they'll burn it right up. <laughs> they'll burn it up and be like, they're not even no. paying attention. No. in their head. Yeah, I know. I just circle back in a month. I circle back again, mm. right? So, or if, um, if, if a really earthy person, um, I know that if I share an idea, it's, I need time and space with them not to be in a rush because they really process and think things through and in a really incredible thorough way. So I don't bring to my Kafa friends an idea to, for, to make a really fast, big, sudden, massive shift around, which as an airy person, predominantly, I can have a tendency to do, which isn't always wise. Mm. Um, so uh, it just, it, it, and it removes the, why doesn't that person blah, be, blah, be, blah. Why can't they just blah, be, blah, be, blah. Well, it's not their nature. Right. It's just not their nature, right? right? I'm not gonna rush, try to rush a cup, my cup, uh, especially if I have a cup of predominant projector friend, right? I have a couple of those. <laughs> you don't rush them along. <laughs> now that I'm doesn't an elephant turtle. <laughs> that doesn't mean you can't. You know, like you're destined. It doesn't also mean you're stuck and trapped in that mm -hmm. in that way of being, where that's like your like go to, like ah, oh, well, I'm just I'm just four, so that's a four thing, or I'm just ah, no, I'm just kafa, can't 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 rush. No, you you can, you can get you a little can. fire going. You can. know, <laughs> you can. can. It, what it does though is it helps to uh, alleviate the 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 mind within oneself of criticizing and and uh, believing someone shouldn't be the way they are because you know? I think sometimes people believe that kundalini yoga being a fiery type of practice mm -hmm. isn't good for fire people yeah and that is incorrect mm -hmm. um, because we're we're creating like an alchemy type of experience mm -hmm. we're taking fire and we're using it kundalini is the fire the practice is the fire we're using that kundalini energy to process energy that is dense or elements that are dense. So whatever that density is, we're making it shift into the subtle. We're making it shift into something that is more even and balanced and less like a shaken up kombucha bottle, right? So whether it's a fire imbalance, an air imbalance, an earth imbalance, a water imbalance, whatever that is, you can use fire as a really powerful transmuter. And that's just true. I mean, like, think about actual fire. We we burn it for heat. We use it to bend metal. We use it for lots of different things in um, our day-to-day -day real life scenario. And then when we take it into thinking about the human body, we use the fire to our advantage. Mm -hmm. mm. So 
So the value of knowing both your, your doshas, your Enneagram type, um, will serve you then in discovering for yourself what is the most balancing uh, practices in Kundalini Yoga or any, or any style of yoga or any style of movement for that mm -hmm. matter, right? Like think of it like there are days where you're like, it's, you know, if it's intuitively obvious, wow, if, what kind of movement would I love to do this morning? Kayaking one day may just, quote, appeal to you for some reason much more so than hiking or biking, okay? It's the same principle. Mm -hmm. You turn inward and your, your, the wisdom of your body will tell you uh, what, what movement is going to be most balancing. And balancing for me is what nourishment is. Mm -hmm. Nourishing and balancing for me are always synonymous. Mm -hmm.